what up, Julie? Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. What's up, Julie? Uh, it's Brett. And Danielle. And we're back with another episode of Hey, Julie, uh, the I'm podcast in which we just say Hey, Julie a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, we just say it back and forth a million times. Uh, finding the perfect timber. Uh, we're super excited. This is our fifth episode, and there's nothing to get a podcast really rolling like a controversy. You know, That's right? And we had our first controversy this past week in one of our episodes. A little hashtag BB scandal, if you will. Exactly. But instead of Meg and Clay in the BB bathroom, this Doing a little hand on the leg action. <laughs> yeah, this BB scandal had to do with counting. Uh, it's okay. our hashtag counting controversy. A lot of you tweeted us about this. A lot of you sent emails, and we appreciate every single one of them. We want to clear this up. So last week, I said that there couldn't be a tie in the voting. And apparently there could have been because there were three people. It could have been uh, a four to four to three vote or a five to five to one vote. And I apologize. I was wrong. I wasn't thinking. I saw 11. I saw the number 11. I saw it was a prime number. I was like, there's no way this is divisible into any way that could create a tie. And I just spoke, I spoke too soon. And I vehemently agreed with you and uh, was on your side during the podcast. And I don't apologize. You oh, know why? You. <laughs> you know why? You're my, you're my attack dog. I just, I am. Just I am. I don't apologize America. for this. I have to take a stand because you know what? It's a, America Day just passed and I'm feeling patriotic. Listen, Bridget was a, is and was not even an option to get even a single vote. So your math was correct because it was never an option. It was between two people, okay? She was not ever going to get a vote. No, that's true. I mean, but yeah, I mean, technically, yes, yeah, she could Mathematically. Mathematically, sure. she could have. The way I saw it, as I said, I saw the number 11 and I saw a prime number that was indivisible by any number other than itself. And what also uh, threw me was that Big Brother is a show. We all love it. That's why we're here today. It's a show that goes out of its way to explain the most simple of concepts a number of times throughout the episode. We're on season 18 and I'm sure... The fucking 14th veto ceremony we have with, you know, whoever's left in the game. This is the veto ceremony. It is my job to 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 remove one person from the block and the head of household, you know, welcome yeah. to the, the nomination ceremony. I have, well, they nominated have to explain you, Danielle, it and time. you, Brett, and I've nominated you because we know, we know. They go out of their way to explain Everything and they didn't explain this. It was kind of just thrown out on the side. Oh yeah, in the case of a tie, and I thought, I don't know, maybe they're being dumb today. Right. I feel like I yeah. need a graphic to explain this to me. I know, but instead we just talked and we really spoke out of turn, and people went wild. And we even got a review on our iTunes podcast page that said that they liked the podcast, that we have a very bad grasp of math, which I thought was really funny. Shout out to our reviewer who wrote that. Um, How many stars anyway, did we, we get on that one? Pardon? How many stars did we get? I think he was four. I think he was still very fair. Or she. I don't know if it was a boy or girl. But um, It's probably Bronte. Listen, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's who we needed. She could have helped us. Um, but so we wanted to clear that up. But thank you again, everyone, for checking in with us and making sure our mental capacity was uh, checked. All right. Because- I'll... I'll- I'll pay attention more next time. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you don't want to listen anymore, I understand. No, I don't understand. I still think you should listen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're still kind of like fun. Yeah. Pretty All right. Yeah. Let's let's get to Sunday's episode. So, if you were listening to the end of last week's episode of Hey Julie, we kind of spoiled that Polly had won head of household and who his initial nominees were. But if you know, if you want to hear us officially say that. Oh, okay. So Polly won head of household, and he nominated Paul and Bronte in an effort to dwindle out the numbers on the on the revolution side of the house. But his true his true uh, target was Victor. Yeah. So everyone now that Jose is gone, everyone is sort of re is sort of going down the line of getting out the rest of that tight group. So uh, Victor would be next, and it's a really intense plan to backdoor him you know and it really couldn't have gone better at this point yeah i saw um i saw that he had won it it, so eventually victor wins uh, roadkill and i'm like oh no and then i thought oh yeah (laughs) winning roadkill doesn't mean anything you're you're a secret your secret vote oh let's get to victor winning roadkill he wins roadkill and he immediately tells everyone who's not on his team it is okay, so it's a math based roadkill. Uh-huh. So we have Bronte, self proclaimed math enthusiast. Yeah. We have Tiffany, a high school math teacher. And the the point of roadkill was to, it was all these numbers. You had to put your uh, disc onto the numbers to add up to 18, I think. I, I couldn't that. do this one. I don't know how much, how many, how you can get a tie out of 11. <laughs> yeah. This was not the the roadkill ceremony for us, but everyone flopped at this hard except for Victor. And Tiffany really freaked out and she really became Vanessa's sister. She really was not doing well in that uh boat. What's that thing called? That camper. Yeah. Yeah. So Victor wins and wants to nominate Tiffany. He first of all, the first person he tells is Frank. Who, right. I mean, is actually doing a pretty good job. Everyone thinks they're cool with Frank. Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't understand how – I understand in the first week you don't know why – you don't know what people are where really officially. And then it comes down that Jose is evicted seven to four to zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go – and you know, all right, I am pretty sure Frank voted out Jose. Why am I trusting him? But you know what? There's Victor – Doing his thing. Well, this sort of brings up a theme that I kind of wanted to talk to you about. And it ties into another thing in this episode, which was hashtag Christmas Corey. Oh. So, Corey, we were texting about this a little bit. Corey is very stupid. <laughs> I mean, I have not seen any inkling of intelligent thought from him. And I've watched the feeds. No, sp- non-spoiler spoiler from the feeds. Last night, he put a metal can in a microwave no and they were like you can't do that (laughs) oh god so um we were texting a little bit about how maybe that's actually a brilliant strategy for Corey. he's been lucky be stupid he's been lucky it's better to be lucky than good 
Yeah, but he's he's somehow aligned with all the right people. Yeah. For him. And he, he's sort of just a gentle wave crashing on the shore. You know, nothing's mm. really going on with for him right now. And I was sort of thinking Victor's kind of the same way. I mean, he aligned himself so much with Jose that he's a target. But I think if he had come into the house and the positions had just been switched just physically and he was on a different team, he would have been switched with Corey. They're the same thing. They're both ripped and pretty good at comps. But like... Same thing with no Polly too. Whatsoever. Same thing and with no Polly too. You know, I mean, Polly claims to have. I mean, he does have a bit of a social game, he but does. most of his social game is just saying aloud, "I have a social game. Look at who I'm related right. to." <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, he believes it's genetic, and I do think Polly is kind of charming, and he's cute and funny. Uh, he hasn't done anything outright offensive to me yet. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I guess. In the Big Brother house, that counts as a social game, not being terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, I I think if the, if the choosing of teams had been different, life would be a lot different for Victor and Corey. I think that the initial choosing of the teams was so interesting because it, it, it made all these kind of fake alliances. One of my favorite things from the episode on Sunday night was James realizing he's on a team with a bunch of people he wants out of the house? I'm gonna throw this competition, and yeah, and that was a that was a great move, and it was it's really cool to see that dynamic of being aligned by circumstance with some people and trying to sabotage them, anyways. Yeah, well, that brings us to one question from a listener, from a very exciting listener named Sheng Xia in Taiwan. I hope I said that correctly. But he emailed us and said he wants to hear our thoughts, our take on this non-factor team twist. And I agree with him in that so far the teams, they're more of a, um, an annoyance rather than anything else. Yeah. And there's, I feel like they're kind of hindering gameplay at this point. Like, none of them are actually aligned with anyone on their teams. They're pointless names and it's sort of just annoying to remember oh yeah they're on teams so that's why he has to throw this competition so that this can or that he can't win hoh or whatever and so it's mostly a hindrance on the season so far i say i i don't mind it i think we're going to see some weird uh some weird things like what happened with james the other day i don't think this should be a constant in big brother for the next 20 years but i think it was an interesting thing that they threw up on the wall to see if it stuck stuck and but i don't think it did yeah i mean it it was a little bit like bb takeover where everyone's like oh (laughs) wow teams oh wow takeover and then yeah after about four days they're like oh who cares this is so stupid yeah none of them care about the teams it i mean i guess it makes them act a bit more conniving which i'll take any drama i can get and any backstabbing i can get but it's. I think it's pretty much a non-issue, and they're going to dissolve hopefully soon. I wish they dissolve before jury. Oh yeah, I think it will. I mean, what's going to happen when there's a team with one person on it? Right. <laughs> yeah, that will not be. I mean, it really won't make any difference, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the way things are going, these teams are pointless. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your question and reminding me about how much I don't like these teams. <laughs> um. Okay, so Victor nominated Tiffany for BB Roadkill. He did. He goes to 
some of the people in the eight pack and Tiffany has kind of been a little bit the odd woman out on that because right. she's just a carbon copy of Vanessa and pardon me one sec. I'm going to sneeze and <coughs> thank you. Julie Chen blesses you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry, America and Taiwan. Yes. So He's like, I'm going to throw up Tiffany. And everyone's like, cool. Uh, well, he we wanted were- to throw up James originally. Yeah, because James sabotaged the the revolution. I don't know why he didn't. Who knows? Because he's, he thought, I mean, he's just allowing people to chirp in his ear. He's going home. And yet he's still allowing himself to be played. See, this yeah. is bad case stupidity as a strategy. But anyway, yeah. See, so he throws up but, Tiffany and everyone's like, sure. We, I mean, if we had to pick some one person of the eight pack to go home first, it would probably be Tiffany. She right. is just like her sister. The mere theoretical mention of her being nominated sends her into a tailspin. They need to bring in the big brother psychologist, therapist to prescribe her some, some Balta. Yeah. And, yeah, she's she's freaking out. Yeah. She's freaking out on the feeds. Uh, there was a really good... She flipped out last night on the feeds uh, about everyone. And it's really worth going and seeing in the Big Brother flashback session <laughs> because she's alone in a room. She's breaking out a little bit the way Vanessa did. Oh. You know, they're just sisters to the core. And I don't know if that's going to hinder her or help her. Have you heard about the other... Hashtag BB scandal related to her this week. Which one? So on the feeds earlier in the week, she was saying to someone that she is actually gay and not bi and that production wanted her to keep it a little open for the men at home. That Hey, maybe she could. Uh, you know. Really? And as she was saying this cut to fish. Of course, of course. That's so interesting because isn't Vanessa a lesbian too? No, she's well, she's bi because she's married. No, she was married to a man before she. Oh, okay. Was engaged to her, her current fiance. Okay. Well, wow. I mean, it just goes to show production ain't shit. No. A for making her do that. B cutting to fish. That's interesting. I want to hear that. They don't want to look bad. They're the. They're the true puppet masters yeah. in this game. They have itchy trigger fingers on those fish. You know? Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Yeah. Everyone scandal. knows. Everyone there's there's thousands of people listening at all times. So um so Tiffany is nominated and uh but the real the real the real aim for Polly is to is to eliminate Victor. But there's all this all this other stuff going on in the house, people kind of. There was a there was a little bit of a time when people were like, "Oh, maybe we should get rid of Tiffany. Of Tiffany. She's yeah, she's wearing all of us thin with her constant crying and complaining and not being as good at it as Vanessa." Right, and I think Frank especially wants her out before jury. Mm-hmm. Because they do not get along. They don't like each other. Um. So yeah, that's smart on his part. I well first. Uh, I want to talk about Frank, and this is going to be probably mostly feed talk. So first, before we get to that, I just want to give a shout out to Paul. Yeah. 
Because, you know what, guys? I think I'm coming around to Paul. I... How quickly he totally turned his back on Victor and Bronte and jumped over to side with Polly. I was like, I see you, Paul, and I like what you're doing. Yeah, it's that's what he had it's what he had to do. He saw the writing on the wall, you know. That's what was he gonna do? Go down in flames with Victor and no. send out next week? Absolutely. But I don't know. I, I there's something about Paul. I think he's got leadership qualities. They've been squandered thus far. But I think he I, Oh, you're, Brett's making a face. I Go think ahead. he thinks he has leadership qualities. <laughs> the loudest person in the room is not always the leader. I agree, but it's more he's so comfortable with himself and he's really is comfortable talking to everyone in the house. And I think that's helpful. That's a Frank-esque thing. I really life. wish Paul were less comfortable about himself. <laughs> if that man had uh, an ounce of self-doubt, maybe he might be somewhat bearable as a human being. I'm yeah. not going to come around on Paul. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying right now, I'm low-key standing him. I'm coming around to that sparkly beard. I think he's ma- I think he's making some good moves considering his position right now. He doesn't have a great position in the house. And, you know, if... If uh, the veto goes with someone who doesn't really want to change the nominations, um, he could very well be going home. But I think he's doing a pretty good job. He saw that he's kind of alone in this game. Yeah. And uh, I I respect his decision. Yeah. And I just feel like it's fun to have your you need to have favorites on both sides of the house, especially when the house is so divided right now. And so for the other side, for me, it's got to be Nat, and I'm going to say Polly. Paul, sorry. So I'm just throwing that out there. I, I saw his duplicitous side on this episode, and I found it very enjoyable. Yes. And I think that's all I have to say about that episode. So we'll see what happens uh, tonight, Wednesday night, with the veto. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens tomorrow night with the eviction. Who's going yeah. home? No one knows. And no one knows. No oh, one we knows. couldn't possibly and then guess. We'll, and then we'll be back on Friday uh, morning to talk about what happened in the last two episodes. Right. First, I we have two listener questions yes. that I do want to get to. Sure. Um, before we log off, and that's one is history helper on Twitter mm-hmm. wants to know: Do you find Frank's behavior towards women on the live feeds appalling? Has he now screwed up his game? He's taken a bit of a turn for the victor. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's quite. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I would agree with that. And it's so crazy because the reason I made a big sharp turn and started loving Frank was because he was was so mm -hmm. nice to Michelle when she was feeling fat. And then I see him. He at one point in the feeds last night touches Zakia, like gorgeous, stick thin Zakia's tummy Mm -hmm. and goes getting chubby there. I what? read that as him being on him joking because she's been a have not for two weeks in a row. Okay, if that's the case, then I'm still okay with Frank. But if not, that's you know that's one thing that women of America will turn on you. Oh yeah, as we wanna... saw with Victor and his carb counting of Natalie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, he is being very puppet. Frank is being very puppet mastery. He's. He's calling a lot of the shots, and I think when you're, he he's not laying low at all, 
And so when you're a leader like that, people, you're you're putting that so, yourself out there to be taken down a peg. And I think Day and, uh, and Zakia are sort of noticing and getting fed up with it. And the tide might be turning. I think we have to flash back a little bit to Wednesday night before Jose is evicted. Let's go to the black and white filter. Okay. Six hours before eviction. Frank, in a way to cozy himself up, not seem as much like a bad guy to the revolution side of the house, goes to the spy girls and says, Jose is going home tomorrow. You don't have the votes. I know what's going on. You guys can vote however you want to vote. I'm just letting you know so you don't hate me tomorrow afternoon. But Jose is going home. And the eight pack found out about this and wasn't too, was none too happy with Mm -hmm. that decision. Yeah. But it's sort of like going back to last episode, wake up, wake up and take stock of, remember this, let that burn you. The fact that he did that, let it burn, let it percolate. It burnt me because I wanted to see a bunch of people have shock on it. I wanted to see five shocked faces. (laughs) <laughs> it it was not good for us. And that was another thing. I We got a comment on Twitter last night about how Frank is still someone's favorite and so they didn't want to see a power shift. I'm all for power shifts in the house. It's much more interesting to see that conflict and to see people scramble than to see people just easily float on by week after week huge numbers voting people out it's more mm-hmm. fun to see a fight. Yeah, as much as I like the 8 pack it'll be nice to see, you know, them be in a power uh, uh, um, have some weakness at some point have one of them get kicked out in these opening weeks because right now it is going to be hard for them just the way that the HOA is just structured and with the roadkill there's there are so many chances for the majority alliance to slowly pick off one by one uh, the other side of the house that it could be pretty boring until we get to you know, the point where the teams are disbanded or, you know, we're in a situation where there's like eight people left in the house and it's seven people from the eight pack and, you know, yeah. Natalie or, or something like, like that. If we got a really good, uh, one of the five who's going to get to fight their way back in, if we got a really good burned one who was on a real revenge kick, that'd be fun. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, another question we had on Twitter from winter underscore decay Wants to know, does Bronte look like Tori Spelling? Yes. Yeah, I would say she does too. And I did, but I didn't think about that correlation until it was brought up to me. So that's a great question. It was in my mind, but I didn't even know I was thinking it. I you know. I think she looks, I think Bronte's very pretty. <laughs> so I'll say that. <laughs> that's like a very like political answer. Uh, well, there's a really good meme going around right now about, it's like, Bronte's picture um, from like her glamour shot picture that's on the wall where she looks great and all happy. And then there's a screenshot of her from the feeds, like hair a mess, mm-hmm. bags under her eyes, like pissed off. And it says freshman year versus senior year. <laughs> and I just really related to it. <laughs> but I like Bronte. I think she's pretty and I think she's cute. And I think she's definitely way cooler than Tori Spelling. Uh, and those are my thoughts on that. I think also Bronte could find herself battling Glenn in the near future as well. She's not really <laughs> uh, doing enough. She's she knows she's on the wrong side of the house, but doesn't really do anything. She's about still it. all talk. She's she pissed. just goes into the diary room and she's like, "I'm losing right now." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that weird? She's pissed. 
I know Matt. She's smart enough to be aware, at least. She's smart enough to know that. But she's not, yeah, she's all talk, no walk. And she's got to get that, she's got to get that skinny butt walking. Because it's yeah. time to make some deals. It's time to make some promises. It's time to throw some stuff. Throw some people you know? under the bus. Yep. Throw Bridget get- under the bus if anyone could find her. No one knows what she looks like or where she I is. I don't know. Bridget is literally camouflage in Big Brother for me. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I think that's all we're going to talk about today, just because we want to have a really meaty episode for you guys on Friday. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Did we want to talk about, did we want to spoil what happened with the veto? Yes. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> if that's, if if you want to wait, Till tonight to see what happens. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll 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 talk to you again soon. You can hit us up on Twitter at HeyJulieBB, HeyJulieBB@gmail.com. Yeah, we've been getting really great emails and comments and yeah. stuff on Twitter and Gmail, and we love it. And yeah, if you guys want to rate and subscribe and leave reviews on iTunes about how even though we're bad at math, you like the podcast, that'd be great. That's fine. <sighs> Okay, so let's talk a little bit about uh, what happened with the veto competition. Okay, so Polly won veto. Yes. And Polly decides to use said veto on Paul, his new little buddy. Again, I'm saying low-key standing. He could have taken anyone off, but he took Paul off. And I think it's because they like each other. I think this is a good move for Polly. I was really surprised that he did it. It's hard. It's hard saying, "Oh, this person's my target all week," and um, it probably would have been easier for him if, say, if Paul actually won the veto and took himself off, and right. Paulie was in. He had no choice but to put up Victor. He has the choice. He could have left the nominations the same. If one of the mm-hmm. nomination nominated people takes themselves off, then you gotta put up someone. So that was. I would love. I'm. I can't wait to see the ceremony tonight during tonight's episode because that is such. It's like just a pure stab in the. It's not even a stab in the back. He's stabbing Victor right in the face bone with the veto, and uh, I we're we're probably going to see the end of Victor, which I'm fine with because he's a he's a dirty dirty little mean man. Yeah, he's pointless. He just has no. He has no game whatsoever. No so, game with girls either. Yeah. So I'll be fine to see him go. I mean, I guess he. So now it's Glenn, Jose, and him up for. I wouldn't be surprised if more. this is not the last we see of Victor. Unfortunately, you think he'll win his way back in? He's a bit of a comp beast. Yeah, I. Yeah, but he just has no game. He's not even interesting to watch, really. So no, not at all. So I won't miss him. I'm happy to see him go. I know a lot of people thought he was hot. But you know no. who's really hot? Glenn. That's who we want back in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so now, uh, yeah, Victor, it's a total plan. Everyone's in on it to blindside Victor, but he's not going to be really blindsided. He has no choice. There's nothing he can do. I was watching the feeds last night, and it was really sad. Um, Michelle, Corey, and Frank were on the hammock talking about how now that everyone knows that this is the plan, like even his friends, you know, Paul, Bronte, whoever – are totally fleeing the coop, and he had to play pool by himself. And he were, you know, he's just like a leper in the house. That's what happens, and it seems like it's going to be a pretty close to unanimous vote uh, yeah. to see him go, which um, 
that's what happens in Big Brother. Once it, mm-hmm. once everyone realizes the stink is on someone, they got to go. Yep. But so he will be the third male to leave. And this brings up something else that's been discussed in the feeds and sort of why people I think are turning on Frank a little bit is he's noticing that all these guys are going and wants to get a girl out soon. And he specifically wants Tiffany out. Yeah, yeah. And And the girls have been in vain. They keep trying to make like a girl alliance. And it's happening because the problem is none of the girls don't all like each other. Like Michelle is a traitor. She doesn't like the girls at all. She just wants to hang with Corey and Frank. Because you know why? And I'll tell you why Michelle is going to be loyal to the end to Frank. Because he told her she wasn't fat. Yeah. If you say that to a girl, I'm telling you, we will have the utmost loyalty and dedication to you for the rest of time. Danielle. Yeah. I know it was a holiday weekend. (laughs) So you saw, and I was in a bikini on Snapchat. I saw, uh, yeah, on Snapchat, on Instagram, you looked great. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, now you ate nary a hot dog. It looked like you didn't even eat any hot dogs, just like celery. Oh my gosh. See, this is like my version of talking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> this is what girls need to hear. And now I'm never going to vote Brad out of the house. Yes. I will throw any comp he wants. And I will, when we have a CBS film sponsored like date night where you get to go out of the house and see some CBS movie. Go, yeah, we I get to go see you. the we get to go see the first episode of Scorpion season two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna bring you, Brett. So just just a hot tip for all you people out there who are thinking of going, all you men who are thinking of going into the house. That's all you need to do to get the girls on your side. Okay. This is what my if I was final two giving my why you should vote for me to win speech, mm-hmm. it would be I would look across the crowd, <laughs> I would just be like Danielle, Vanessa, twins, <laughs> fucking Tiffany, Janelle. Janelle. Yeah. Uh whoever. Amber. Amber. Uh you know what, Frank, you too. <laughs> you look <laughs> but it's not it's more specific it's that he was like you're not fat yeah like it was not even that you're beautiful it's like you're deaf not fat <laughs> you're not fat you're not fat you may feel a little bloated i promise you're not fat. that's just water weight yeah exactly it's from the slop yeah um but yeah there's a lot of talk about a girl alliance getting and getting all these men out the house of course, there are a couple flirt manses that mm-hmm. are happening that might make that more difficult too, such as Polly and Zakia. Mm-hmm. Zakia. Yeah, sorry. And James and Natalie. No, go ahead. I think in both of these cases, the girl is significantly less interested than the guy. Agreed. I well, I think Natalie is sort of weirdly into James. You've explained this that I guess that's her type. <laughs> Um, she is a little weird and remember girl talk gate chip gate 2016 where they were dropping chips and victor freaked out or something like that and she this was not cool of natalie she goes you know this i can get any guy that i want (laughs) and i'm like girl i'm so curious as to what happened with them before the feeds were on because i mean for however many days that was they have a a past simply drenched in tension. Mm. 
for whatever happened, it's crazy. It just keeps coming up. And I'm glad, frankly, that's another reason I'm glad he's leaving so that Natalie's sorted past goes and she can focus on the game, focus on having her yucks with James, but then really getting her head in the game, girl. Because we th- are all rooting for her. I think that's what Zaki is doing too. I think she's having a little, going on a little flirt mance, but I think her head's in the game. And I, I think Frank is right to to want to start targeting women because what we've heard is on the show that lots of girls in the house are saying that they don't care who's in the final if it's a man versus woman final they're going to vote for the woman no matter what because it's right. been too yar- too many years without a female winner i right. kind of respect that but sometimes you want the best player to win and he's he sees that as as a narrative that's been going on in Big Brother for the last few years is that we haven't had a female winner in a long time. And mm-hmm. he's afraid just by virtue, if he's in the final two with a woman, even if he's in the end with Bridget, who will probably have done nothing all summer, he might lose. Right. And, you know, in that case, this isn't the president of the United States. So I'd say it's I'm voting to- for Gary Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm voting for, oh, wait, I can't vote. I'm Canadian. (laughs) But it's, I mean, I understand wanting a woman to win, and I'm totally down for any alliance of girl power. I think that's fun and great. However, I'm more interested in exciting gameplay and drama. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if it came down to Frank and Bridget, the final two, that's, uh, it's like last year, like, Steven didn't, Steve didn't do anything. Vanessa did everything, and that's yeah. why everyone hated her. But she should have won. She should. I mean, if she got to final two, she should have. She should have won that last HOH. I think yeah. I, we can argue about this. I think Steve. I think he Steve was- did stuff. He was the. He was an under the radar puppet master. He made people. He made people think that they were much stronger than him, which they were. And he just yeah. he got. I mean, he did get lucky with that head of house yeah i mean it came down to a fucking johnny mac question it was like did johnny mac say i want to go to the moon and fart lettuce or did johnny mac say my mom's a dinosaur like (laughs) that brings up another thing about frank apparently he is just nonstop farting and that is not good for your social game go to youtube (laughs) tiffany last night like crying about how much frank farts and how disgusting he is <laughs> I believe it. He's a tall man. He's got a lot of capacity in his inside. So much and in, so many intestines. Yeah, a long, you know, for the normal people, it's however many feet, it's three times that for Frank. Yeah. Just three much more, three times much more room for beans to do <laughs> yeah, their exactly. magical fruiting. <laughs> so, that's not good for your social game. Um what else is going on on the feeds? I think is that it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, there's just kind of been a lot of Frank talk, a lot of anti-Frank talk going on this half of the week. Who knows? Next week could be a little Captain America Civil War, eight-pack Civil War. Yes. Where Team Tiff and Team Frank go head-to-head, and they're going to do some damage internally while Bronte and Bridget and those kids just watch. Who knows what's going to happen? I hope something, I hope someone makes some big moves or someone implodes or someone really 
like I, I don't really want Day to do it because I'm liking her sort of staying under yeah. the radar. But someone needs to expose these lies. Expose the truth. <laughs> exactly. I want to see some people scrambling. Right now, everyone is just sort of sitting, letting things happen. Let's get our heads in the game. I don't want a 14 more weeks of just, oh, it's definitely this person. Let's just let it happen. You know? I feel we're in... I feel the first half of this year is going to be a little bit boring. I think that once we kind of get rid of teams, it's going to get exciting. And after this battle back, it's going to get exciting. I yeah. just think right now there's too, so many twists and stuff that it's yeah. like overload that not enough interesting stuff is happening. I do think it's kind of relatively boring on the feeds yeah. a lot. So here's I, I think that'll change soon. Yeah. Hopefully. I think so. I have faith. Listen, Julie Chen has never let me down. Never. <laughs> Maybe BB15? No. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be, she's always good. She's always on our side. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, please ask us some more questions at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Yeah, send us any tips, any thoughts, any cues there or at our Gmail, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys and we try to respond to everything and we love saying your questions and stuff on the show. Um, And yeah, rate or subscribe or leave a review for us on iTunes. Yeah, regardless of what you think of our math capabilities. so we've got tonight, we've got tomorrow, and we're going to record on Friday. That will be our next show. And we hope you listen. Yeah, thank you so much. Tell your friends who like Big Brother. Tell your friends who hate Big Brother and want to just They're, hate listen. Those are not good friends. They just want to hate listen to this. They want to yeah. just like, do some, okay. like, uh, you know, some Da Vinci Code stuff to themselves <laughs> while listening. Haters, yeah, <laughs> like Paul Bettany and Da Vinci Code. Yeah, exactly yes. what I was thinking. Yes, yes, I got you. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll see you guys on Friday. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. Bye.